24 ER, Dalid ER, Tzadik, His Praise, 342. In rabbinic literature, we find the concept that each person starts from his own verse. Thus, we find that one sage derives the teaching from this verse, the other derives it from a different verse. Each individual has a place where his learning and his Torah begin. According to his starting point at the verse in question, so the entire Torah unfolds for him, stage by stage. For a second person, the Torah will unfold in a different order, according to his starting point. It is different for each person. In every case, the Torah unfolds itself in a certain order, according to the place where a person starts, wherever that might be. If a particular Tana, a Mishnaic teacher, were to have come to the verse which belonged to a different Tana, he would not have been able to draw from there because each individual can only draw and receive if he starts in his own place. But, said the Rebbe, I can start from wherever I choose. Understand this. 343. The Rebbe said that if his book, Likutei Moharan, had never come into the world, events would have taken a different course. He had several times felt a desire to produce a halachic work giving legal decisions on all the laws in the Shulchan Aruch. In each detail of the halacha, the work would have given a conclusive decision or stated which previous authority's decision was binding. However, now that Likutei Moharan had come into the world, the other work would never materialize. The fact was that innovations in Talmudic study were much easier to develop. No one had any conception of the path the Rebbe would have taken with his innovations. Yet, for anybody who did know, they would have been very easy. What was needed to understand them was a mastery of the 13 exegetical principles of the Torah. Wisdom. His Wisdom, 143. A manuscript from one of our group relating to the lesson in Likutei Moharan 1, 263. There are two ways that one can eat like an animal. Some eat human food with an animal's appetite. Others eat like humans, but their food is fit only for a beast. Sparks of holiness reside in food. If these sparks have not been sufficiently purified, the food is fit only for a beast and not a man. Eating like an animal in either of the two ways leads to fevers. It is written, You caused men to ride over our heads. We have gone through fire and water. Psalms 66.12 When we eat like an animal, we are on a low, subhuman plane. This is when men ride over our heads. As a result, we go through fire and water with the heat and chills of fever. Physicians say that fevers come from overeating. This is on the physical plane. It is also true on a spiritual plane. When man has holy knowledge, he then has holy love and fear. When he falls away from this knowledge, he drops to fall in love and fear. It is written, the superiority of man over beast is nothing. Ecclesiastes 3.19 It is further written, and holy wisdom comes from nothing. Job 28.12 This holy wisdom emanates from the ultimate godly nothingness. When one eats like an animal in either way, he falls from the level of holy knowledge to a subhuman level. He then descends to the level of fallen love and fear. You caused men to ride over our heads refers to a subhuman level, as explained earlier. We have gone through fire and water refers the to the fallen book. love and fear. A divine remedy. B. 1. The feathers of birds of prey are a segula for curing diseased lungs and for strengthening one's life force. 2. The heavens change their appearance to match the different colors of the grasses that grow because of them. It is a segula to stare at these colors. 3. 
Rainwater is a segula for one who lacks virility. 4. Reciting psalms is a segula for bringing rain. We learn this from the Hebrew word for psalms, tehillim, which is an acronym for limtar hashamayim tishtamayim. The land of Israel drinks water from the rain of heaven. Deuteronomy 11.11 5. Hospitality is a segula for restoring a woman's menses. 6. An abnormally hairy person is susceptible to much harm and misfortune at the hand of the other side. A segula for him is to recite the Torah section read on Yom Kippur. Leviticus 16. 1. Lesson number 104. 1. This lesson explains the reason why the Midrash states that because Moses called the tribes of God and Reuben a band of sinful men, he was punished by having his grandson worship the idol of Micah. Judges 17. Lesson number 105. 1. Repentance primarily depends on the Torah, specifically when a person studies Torah, laboring in it until he merits to deduce other things from the things he has learned, and to develop new Torah ideas for the sake of heaven, this is complete repentance. Then this person returns and binds all the letters and the letter combinations that are in his portion from the totality of the worlds back to their root and to their place. He retrieves them from all the places to which they were expelled and scattered, and he becomes a new person. Then his mind is truly settled, and he merits to awaken God's compassion, until he merits that God himself should pray for him. In other words, that God, with his lower level of simple compassion, will arouse his own higher level of abundant and great compassion. Then the person will experience a great and total show of salvation. Amen. Lesson number 106. 1. When a person is in a state of constricted consciousness, he must strengthen himself and strive to come to a state of expanded consciousness. Then, when he reaches a state of expanded consciousness, all the strict judgments are mitigated and he draws divine loving kindness and compassion upon himself. If, however, he is unable to come to expanded consciousness on his own, the solution is for him to teach others wisdom. In this way, his consciousness will also be awakened. Lesson number 107. 1. When the evil inclination rises up against you to tempt you to haughtiness and to think that you are already in the category of the tzaddik rules with the fear of God, 2 Samuel 23.3, and that God's will, so to speak, is in your hands, since we are taught, who rules over me, the tzaddik, Moed Katan 16b then you must employ this very same claim as its own response and say, How can I possibly rule when I am haughty and proud and God does not dwell with me? As our sages of blessed memory said, Erchen 15b, Sota 5a. Lesson number 108. 1. When a person is praying with the proper attachment to God, or when he secludes himself to speak with God in Hidbodidut with the proper feeling, and in the middle he falls from his level, this is brought about by a flaw in his faith. Then he must feel brokenhearted and ashamed that he fell as he did and was cast down from heaven to earth, and he must feel great pity for himself until he sighs over this. Through this sigh he will Rabbi return Nachman's to his stories, level, the master of prayer. Nevertheless, because of his tremendous wealth, it seemed obvious to them that he was the god of all gods. The emissaries therefore decided that it would be unnecessary for them to go to the gods, that is, to the land of extraordinary wealth, where they considered everyone to be gods, this stranger could certainly help them, since he was the greatest god of them all, according to their twisted belief. 
After all, he had more wealth than all of them. They therefore asked him to accompany them back to their land. He agreed and went with them. When they arrived home, the citizens were very happy to have found such a god. They were certain that he would bring them great salvation, since with such tremendous wealth, he was obviously a most powerful god. The king's treasurer, whom the people took for a god, issued orders that prior to the carrying out of certain reforms in the land, they should not offer sacrifices at all. Actually, the treasurer was an extremely righteous person, since he was one of the king's men, who were all great saints. He detested all the evil and foolish customs of this land, but was not able to make them change their evil ways. But the least he could do at the time was to stop Reb them Nussin's from bringing letters, sacrifices. Year one. Letter number 166. In my opinion, it would be good for you to select a place to pray with the people in the Beit Midrash study hall of the new city. It does not look as if the Mitnagdim have any power there to act against our comrades. Why go into a place when you may be humiliated? What honor will you gain if you pray in the Kloys? You already have humiliation anyway, since they are talking about this, which in itself is a great embarrassment. May he who sees the disgrace of the shamed have pity on our humiliation, have mercy on us, and save us. As for what you asked about, it is presently nighttime, and it is impossible to investigate. May God have pity on the weeping and screams of Israel, and on the cries, bitterer than death, that are heard through the streets. Woe to our souls for what we have caused by our sins, to see bitter sorrow like this in our generation. Woe and bitterness to the opponents and Mithnagdim, when they can now speak arrogantly against truly righteous and God-fearing men who cleave to the true tzaddik, who sweetens the world's bitterness, and in whose hands rests the continued existence of the world. What can we say? How can we justify ourselves? The tears drop from my heart and eyes as I have to answer you about this. I just heard out of the darkness of night a loud, bitter cry, Woe, woe, and bitterness wailing on every street, a bald spot ripped out of grief on every head. Who could hear this and not weep? At least we have this to comfort ourselves in our destitution, that we do not oppose the point of truth. With this, this alone we have the energy to console ourselves, and even now to make ourselves joyful and turn all the groans and sighs into joy. I am sure you have heard about the bizarre, terrifying event that took place here last Friday night, how everyone in the home of, of Reb Nussin, son of Reb Tzvi Aptaker, was killed. On Shabbat morning, during the time of morning prayers, this Reb Nussin, his wife, his brother Reb Aaron Moshe, and the maid were all found murdered in their house. Only two children were still alive. The older one, a girl aged four or five, is now lying in bed, bruised and beaten from the murderer's cruel blows, and the younger one is still nursing, still a nursing infant. The victims were just buried today. May their deaths be an atonement for the Jewish people, and may their souls have eternal life. The murderers have not been found yet. Just one Gentile has been letters. caught. Year 2. Letter number 404. Just fortify yourself and be strong, my dear son. Rise and call to your God at all times. Marshal your strength to bring yourself to joy over every single good point, even the tiniest, most minuscule trace of a good point. Grab and eat. Grab and eat whatever Torah, prayer, charity, and good deeds you can every day. For no matter what, 
the brief span of our lives will pass and be gone like a fleeting shadow. And the fact that we merited to know about the true light that endures forever, this will surely stay with us eternally. It is impossible to elaborate on this any further in writing. I have just written you most of the underlying mystical meaning of Hanukkah, and you need it very much. Now, grow wise, my son, and rejoice, my heart. Understand from a distance the hints to be found in the sea of wisdom, for this sea is great and vast indeed. And be careful not to be a shlamazelnik, a loser, God forbid, however you may feel about yourself. Still, before God, every good motion and the slightest movement you make to remove yourself from bad in the direction of good is extremely precious. Gird your loins like a warrior, since, praise God, we have someone to rely on. With all this, you will always be able to begin to conquer the evil and bitter thoughts which constantly harass you, because the essence of their ability to overpower you derives from sadness and downheartedness. Just skip over them the best you can, given the situation, and do not begin thinking them at all. Do not be intimidated or afraid of them. Remember what the Rebbe related about the Tzaddik, who, before his soul left him, said, Ibrigespringen, I leaped through. Tzaddik, number 522. Remember also what he said about how a person in this world must pass over a narrow bridge. The main thing is not to be afraid. Likutei Moharan 2, 48. And if there are people who feel that they have already fallen off the bridge into the mud, mire, and filthy places, then to the contrary, this person certainly does not need to be afraid any longer. Because surely, even now, I know that it is necessary to hope and look to God and to call to Him, even from falls such as these. Thus says the verse, Lamentation 3.55, Water rose above my head, and I thought, I have been cut off. I called your name, God, from the lowest pit. There are many similar verses in the Psalms, such as 69.3, I am sunk in the deep mire, and there is no place to stand. And 88.7, You placed me in the lowest pit. But the Rebbe of blessed memory already informed us that even from the deepest hell a cry is never lost and that a person must never despair of crying out. Lekutei Moharan 2, 12, and 78. For God is great, and we know nothing at all. See Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 3. Advice. Rabbi Yochanan bar Avin, Rabbi Yochanan bar Chanina, Rabbi Yochanan ben Elazar, Rabbi Yochanan Kaskasa'a, Rabbi Yochanan Chakuka'a, Rabbi Yochanan bar Ravina, Rabbi Yochanan Achui de Rab Safra, Rabbi Yochanan Safra de Gufta, Rabbi Yochanan ben Maria, Rabbi Yochanan ben Shaul, Rabbi Yochanan bar Shila, Rabbi Yochanan bar Shona, Rabbi Yochanan ben Katsarta, Rabbi Yochanan Ditsiporin, Rabbi Yochanan ben Muleda, Rabbi Yochanan ben Pazi, Rabbi Yochanan ben Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yochanan ben Yehoshua, Rabbi Yochanan ben Torta, Rabbi Yochanan ben Achma, Rabbi Yochanan Antanyuta, Rabbi Yona Avuha de Rabbi Mani, Rabbi Yona bar Tachlifa, Rabbi Yonah Butzraya, Yonatan ben Uziel, Rabbi Yonatan ben Betera, Yonatan ben Harkinas, Rabbi Yonatan ben Kharsha Ishkinosar, Rabbi Yonatan ben Meshulam, Rabbi Yonatan ben Aftulmos, Rabbi Yonatan ben Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yonatan ben Yosef, Rabbi Yonatan, Rabbi Yonatan Chavero Shel Rabbi Evyatar, Rabbi Yonatan ben Shaul, Rabbi Yonatan ben Achmai, Rabbi Yonatan ben Elazar, Rabbi Yonatan ben Rabbi Yosei ben Lakunya, Rabbi Yonatan ben Amram, Rabbi Yonatan bar Hila, 
Rabbi Yonatan ben Chali, Rabbi Yonatan de Beit Guvrin, Rabbi Yonatan ve Rabbi Chagai, Rabbi Yonatan Kipa, Yonatan Ish Kavura, Rabbi Yonatan Safra de Gufta, Rabbi Yonatan bar Yitzchak bar Acha, Yonatan Hakitonu. Two. Prayer number one, Lekutei Moran two, one. Guard me and rescue me so that I will not insult anyone in the world, and I will obey the words of our sages as they cautioned, do not disdain anyone. Save me and help me to always be careful not to spill blood, not to insult or shame any Jew in the world, and not to cause the face of my companions to grow pale, heaven forbid. Please, Hashem, guard me and rescue me from the blemishes that I have brought about in this area since my youth. I shamed the faces of my friends and teachers and made them grow pale, unintentionally or purposefully, under duress or willingly. Please, Hashem, you who are filled with compassion, Help me rectify all this quickly. In your compassion, arrange the circumstances favorably so that I may meet all the people who I shamed or whose honor I damaged. And may I appease them. In your compassion, inspire their hearts to truly forgive me completely until no impression or resentment whatsoever remains in their hearts. And if some of them have died, or if at times I insulted people who had already died, and how much more... If, for my many sins, I insulted sages, tzaddikim, and worthy people who had already died, please, Hashem, true compassionate one, I request their forgiveness, pardon, and atonement. My transgression, sin, and iniquity stand before you and before them. I damaged your honor. I sinned against the God of Israel and a number of tzaddikim, sages, and worthy people. I impugned their honor, some in their lifetime and others after their death. I spoke up against them and their holy bones. May they forgive me. Hashem, please forgive me. Pardon me. Grant me atonement. Inspire all the tzaddikim, sages, worthy people, and others whose reputations I tarnished in their lifetime or after their death, great or small, to forgive and pardon the sin of your servant who wronged them. May they return to me and be compassionate to me. May they petition you, supernal God, on my behalf and always seek my good before your throne of glory. May they seek compassion for me and stand at my side to redeem me and rescue me from all evil. May I succeed in gaining complete repentance before you. May I stand among the truths of Deacon forever. May my portion be with them after I leave this world. Master of the world, you are filled with great compassion. Compassionate Father, fulfill my requests with compassion. Teach me what I should say. Lead me to understand what I should request. Help me and redeem me from these three enslavements. Help me attain complete holy faith and rectification of the covenant. And may I honor people and not insult anyone in the world from now on. Even in my thoughts, may I not disdain anyone in the world. May I believe with complete faith in every person in the world, even the most base and dishonorable Jew. All of them are very important and precious in your eyes, Hashem and all of them are ready and worthy to receive all goodness, honor, and greatness in the world, and are capable of attaining all levels, materially and spiritually, in this world and the world to come. When we rectify these three traits, may we attain the perfection of prayer. Help us pray before you properly, with ultimate perfection, until we draw complete healing to ourselves, to our children, and to your entire nation, the House of Israel, and in particular to Hebrew name, the son slash daughter of father's Hebrew name, because you are the faithful and compassionate God, King, and Healer. 
complete healing from God. As a result of our prayers, may all the grasses and vegetation of the field collectively pour their power into the words of our prayer, which is the word of Hashem, may He be blessed, their supernal root. May all the healing powers of all the herbs and drugs in the world be absorbed into our prayers. May our prayers attain great perfection, composed as they are of all the goodness, of all the powers, of all the grasses and vegetation of the field. May we raise all of them before you as a pleasing fragrance to return them to their supernal root by means of our prayer, which is composed of all of them. By means of that, may we draw the powers of all remedies into bread and water and into everything else that we eat and drink until we attain complete healing for all our diseases and all our pains by means of all things in the world without any physicians or doctors at all. Only you yourself in your glory will heal us completely, as in the verse, I, Hashem, am your healer. May we receive complete healing from you when a disease flowers, but while it is still hidden within us so that we do not know about it at all, for, for you alone know all the hidden things within us. In your vast compassion, have compassion on us. Send the healing before the wound. Heal us before the disease flowers and some discomfort begins, heaven forbid. In your compassion, heal us from all this. No one knows of any counsel, strategy, or cure for any illness, wound, or pain, whether the illness is hidden or revealed, heaven forbid. We have no hope of healing from any of them in a natural way. We know and believe with complete faith that none of the remedies of any of the doctors work. Indeed, they are all idolatrous physicians, worthless, acting in vain. They do not help or rescue because they are nothing. We rely on you alone. We hope for your healing, for you are a kind and compassionate, faithful, true, and generous healer. Help, save, and protect us. Always keep us far from physicians and doctors. Subdue and cast down all doctors with all their remedies, for you know that they damage the world a great deal. They kill many people every day and every hour, whether unintentionally or intentionally. Rescue us from them, our Father in heaven. Guard us from them, as well as our children, our grandchildren, and all the children of your nation, the house of Israel, from now and forever. Help us receive all healing in the world by means of prayer alone. May the truth be revealed that the only remedies in the world come about solely through prayer. May we realize the verse, and he said, If you listen to the voice of Hashem your God, and do that which is upright in his eyes, and listen to his commandments, and guard all his laws, then all the disease that I placed in Egypt I will not place on you, for I am Hashem your healer.